is as breath in your body, there is hope. Welcome to another Think Hope podcast. I am hopeologist Dr. Rosalind Y. Lewis Tompkins, and I am here to facilitate your journey of hope. And we are counting down the time. Yes, we are almost into April, the National Month of Hope, but not yet. So today we have with us another hopeologist that we've mentioned on several of the uh, podcasts lately, none other than Dr. Rebecca Judd, who will be with us today. And I'm so delighted to have her on the prior Thinko podcast. We heard from Linda Smith, and she's a hopeologist as well. Uh, she was able to share from that perspective of being a newly licensed hopeologist, and today we will hear from another newly licensed hopeologist, and I might add, she has been certified in the practice of hopeology. Yes, the first one to be certified, and so we just thank God for having Dr. Rebecca Judd with us today. Before I bring you in, I'd like to just read your uh, business overview, a little bit about yourself, and then have you to share what you want us to know about you. Dr. Rebecca Salter Judd is a native of Tallahassee, Florida. Having worked for the federal government for 18 years, Dr. Judd aspired to do more to help formerly incarcerated individuals. She received her ordination as an evangelist in the fall of 2008. Dr. Judd received her BA degree in Business Administration, International Studies, Bachelor's of Religion focusing on Christian Counseling, AA in Paralegal and in Business Administration. She also recently received an Honorary Doctorate of Humane Letters. In November 2006, Dr. Judd incorporated Behavior Inc. Behavior Inc. is a 501c3 organization whose focus is helping current and former prisoners. Behavior Inc. Reentry Project's mission is to reduce recidivism by providing an environment and the supportive and professional services in which clients experience personal growth towards self-sufficiency while becoming a productive member of society and developing a more meaningful relationship with God. So without further ado, I'd just like to welcome you to Think Hope Podcast. Dr. Rebecca, it's glad to finally have you. Thank you so much, Dr. Rosalind. It is good to be here. I'm excited. Yes, and and why don't you? I've I've shared your official overview, but what what would you like to share about yourself uh, to help us to get to know you a little better, or help the listening uh, audience to get to know you a little better? I am one that uh, I believe in God, and that's what mother and grandmother shared with me as a child. So my goal, through John 3.16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave 
mm-hmm. his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish. So my goal in life is to give back what has been so freely given to me. All right. And that's what makes you a wonderful hopologist. How does it feel to be a hopologist, a licensed hopologist now, and also certified in the practice of hopology? That is a good feeling because I know as I go out, whether it's in the local area or whether it's throughout the state or whether it's uh, nationally or internationally, I know that even as we have been certified and appointed for this position, it is God that gives us the, it, it brings out the, the assignments that we see so, so frequently every day, mm-hmm. uh, even on the airplane or whether in the communities in, in, in Africa or in Jamaica or wherever we go, there is always an opportunity to render hope. Absolutely. And it's also needed everywhere. Yes, you are so right. Hope is needed all around the world. And every day we find out so many more areas in which people are becoming hopeless. And it's, it's just sad to see the statistics of suicide has increased for the first time in two years and what really is disappointing for me is that the fastest growing area or or population of increase is black persons between the ages of 10 and 24. (gasps) That's in the U.S. according to the CDC report and It just tells me, Hopeologist Rebecca, that we have our work cut out for us because I really believe that hopelessness is a crisis and that is something that our nation and many other nations are facing right now. Wouldn't you agree? I agree, I agree. When I speak to individuals not only here in America, but just, just let's say Jamaica, it's always reaching out to get hope from those of us that have been empowered to go out and render hope. So what we, we, we want to do what we call duplication. Mm-hmm. And just as they did in the Bible, disciples. They, Jesus went out with the disciples. So just as we have been given the mandate to help others that are hopeless. We, we want this thing to snowball and multiply and just have a trickle effect all around the world. I'm in agreement because that is how we're going to turn this around. Uh, uh, another statistic that I found was very interesting and heartbreaking, and that is that 66% of the suicides are from guns where people actually pick up guns and shoot themselves and they are the most fatal attempts and I really believe because we have so much access in America and as as opposed to many other nations we have access to guns and rifles and 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 all of that that 
it turns out to be a deadly weapon. And another statistic that I found very interesting is 15% of the suicides are of those who have the bipolar mental disorder. I was listening to a report where this dear sister was talking about how she wanted this uh, law to be passed. It's a law, it's a bill, actually. It's, it's called Donna's Law. And uh, what it's proposing is that there is a do not sell list that you could uh, put people on or people could put themselves. And this dear sister who had bipolar stated that she wished there was such a list because when she's in that, in that depressed state, she has thought of suicide, she's contemplated suicide, she's attempted suicide, and, and if she, she even thought about how easy it would be to go and buy a gun, and if she could, uh, if, if there were measures that could help prevent that from happening when she wasn't in her right mind, she said that would really, really make a difference. And, and, and see, these things that we're talking about, when we talk about uh, what's happening in guns and statistics, we're talking about people, we're talking about lives, and that is the urgency that I feel and one of the reasons why I know that God has given me this mandate to do like you said, to, to spread this hope, to share it, and, and not try to just Oh, you know, keep it to yourself. Oh, I'm the whole father is the only one because I license it and, you know, and all of this. But saying, no, come on, everybody, let's get together. Let's get on the same page. Let's do some self-help things that the practical and hands-on things that can help make a difference in people's lives. Now, Rebecca, you attended the last Hope Immersion Retreat workshop and I'd like to take a little break right now and listen to the recording as you shared a little bit about what you received because you were excited as as many others and we heard uh, uh, from Linda on the last uh, Think Called podcast so I'd like to share that and then we'll come back and, and talk more about your motivation for being a hopeologist. Standing here with Dr. Rebecca Judd, who was our host or hostess for our first Hope Immersion Retreat that we've had here, right here in Tallahassee. And you were giving, you were in that role of hosting this event, but you also were receiving. So why don't you share what your experience was like being a part of it? My experience with the Hope Immersion Retreat was phenomenal. I started off uh, just reading from the booklet and listening to others share their testimony, not realizing that, I, hey, I'm getting something from this also. I've learned to use hope language. I've learned to use, uh, to understand what a hope break is. I've learned how to have hope chats and also to develop hope fusion and hope spheres. So with this conference, our retreat, this we can take this throughout the city of Tallahassee, throughout the state of Florida, and across the nation and around the world. This is a, 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 
this is a jewel. I thank Dr. Rosalind Tompkins Lewis for all that she's poured into this immersion retreat. And I thank all the participants. And I thank you for taking the time to explore and find out more about what hope is all about. Better days ahead. Yes, thank you so much. I I received a tremendous amount, not only um, in the position of hosting, but just understanding that we have opportunity every day to instill hope to others. And, and when we look out into our world, and even in, around our homes, there are what we call hope symbols, in, in, mm-hmm. such as a chime, such as a... Uh, picture of a flower, waterfall, uh, rainbows. There are many um, colors that we see every day that instill hope. And yes. in finding opportunities where we can actually help someone and, uh, and call someone. And as we travel throughout the, the stores or at the service, service station, those things that were given to me through this process of of hope I'm able to instill to others and to just check on someone and say how are you doing today yeah. I care about you and with that I'm I'm able to I'm I'm I am more equipped to help someone mm-hmm. and to also train someone else to be a hopeologist. So I'm I'm just excited about what's up ahead uh, uh Dr. Rosen. Yes hope Pass it on and save a life. That's our campaign. And that's exactly what we are in the midst of doing. And as you mentioned, the hope symbols, I wrote uh, my latest blog for the Tallahassee Democrat as well as the Capital Outlook about anchoring our hope in the symbols that are all around and I shared a list that we have in the practice of hopeology that, that's not exhaustive, but it is certainly a beginning and it's a start. And once you learn the process of anchoring your hope, it's amazing how just looking at a daffodil flower can just change your attitude, your, your feelings and your mood, and you can move from that place of, of despair to the place of hope. And hope is so powerful because once you can get in the state of hope or the mindset of hope, solutions appear. Why? Because hope is like lights or stars shining bright in the midst of the darkness. And when the light comes on, you can see. And you won't make a permanent decision based upon a temporary problem and that is suicide you'll begin to say you know what why don't I look over here or try this or just try again live another day don't give up that's what this hope is all about let me ask you something Dr. Rebecca what are some challenges that you've had to overcome on your journey getting to this place where you are right now my challenges, I would say the greatest throughout my life 
were, as an adult, was addiction and relationships. Mm. And with the addiction, that, I can say with excitement that I have 21 years of recovery from drug addiction. All right. And relationships have gone through many, I'll say three marriages. Uh, my son's father of 11 years, of my co-worker um, twice of uh, six years and two years, and then the last marriage of one year. Failed marriages, looking for love in all the wrong places and all the wrong faces. Mm. And with that, having overcome those challenges, I have something to share with someone else that may be going through that same situation today. Thank you so much for sharing that because that is what it's all about. Whenever we can take the experiences that we have gone through and then help someone else so that they don't have to go through them or they can, we can help navigate them through the things that maybe you've overcome in your life. And, and that's one of the main qualities of a hopeologist, someone who has overcome and who doesn't mind helping others to overcome. And that's the next point I wanted to make, and that is the empowering, the empowering focus of Hopeology because the practice of Hopeology is all about empowering others to be able to take the principles and apply them so that they can become more hopeful and then use them to help others to become more hopeful. Let me ask you, Dr. Becca, how are you empowering others and bringing hope now? Even though I know you're just kind of getting started here, but you have a lot of great things that's happening. Yes, Dr. Rogers, I am excited because God has given me an open door of helping others through our nonprofit Behavior Inc. We mm -hmm. counsel individuals that are formerly incarcerated and homeless veterans. We also provide referral service. Through this agency, we are reaching men and women that are struggling, that have been what we call forgotten. We, we reach out to say there is still hope. Mm -hmm. And I remember in the 90s when we said, as long as your slogan goes, as long as there is breath in your body, there is still hope. Mm -hmm. So with that, Behavior Inc. is reaching out to those in the Tallahassee and surrounding communities. That is such a need, especially whenever you have many of the women I know who are returning and they don't have any support systems, they don't have places to live, and so often they end up going back into the system because there's no safety net. So programs such as Behavior Inc. and others that are, that are working with the, the formerly incarcerated are so very, very vital. Let me ask you, how did you get involved with that particular population of uh, people who were formerly incarcerated? I started uh, out of Jacksonville, Florida, and God had given me, um, I met a lady by the name of Dr. Ann Williams, 
and God had given me the desire in my heart to reach back to others, but as we began to pray and as a group of women that were business women came together and we we had a vision of seeing housing for ex-offenders, for women coming out of prison. And with that, starting that uh, project in Jacksonville, Florida through Sisters Overcomers in Christian Unity, and I began to look at, oh, we can do that same thing here in Tallahassee. So mm-hmm. upon returning to Tallahassee, we started the Destiny House here in Tallahassee for women coming out of prison in 2005. And after starting the house and understanding that they didn't just need housing, but they needed the supportive services. So in 2006, with the help of Mr. Eric Johnson, my accountant, we were able to start Behavior Inc. And with Behavior Inc., we've reached out, um, provided housing through the years. And in this current uh, season, we are helping by counseling those that are formerly incarcerated and homeless veterans. Thank you so much for your work because it is definitely needed. And that counseling, that gets to the heart of the matter to be able to deal with what's going on in a person's life and helping them to uh, learn new behaviors and make better choices that all fits hand in hand with what we are to do. And even as hopeologists, <laughs> we're going to take a break right now and have a hope thought, yes. and then we'll come back and continue to talk about some of the great things that we have planned coming up for April National Month of Hope. So stay with us. We'll be right back. I'm Hopeologist Dr. Rosalind Lewis Tompkins, and I am here to share a hope thought with you today, taken from my book, As Long As There's Breath in Your Body, There Is Still Hope, and my Practice of Hopeology booklet, Learn How to Become More Hopeful and Get Your Hope Thoughts Today guaranteed to lift you from a place of sorrow and despair and help you to think hope. Join me now for your hope shot for today. Hope is like the never-ending waves of the ocean. It continues to flow every day, every night. There's no on or off switch. Sometimes it's hard and steady and roars. Other times it's still and quiet and rocks or sways. And that's exactly how hope is. It's like the never ending waves of the ocean. You don't have to turn it on and turn it off. Sometimes it it's going fast and hard and you have hope and you're flying, you're on top of the world and you're moving forward at a fast pace. And other times it's slow and steady like the waves of the ocean. 
I love the sound of the waves as they crash against the seashore. As a matter of fact, I picked up the habit years ago, decades now, of sleeping to the sound of the ocean. And now, unless I have those waves on, I have a hard time going to sleep. I found out a long time ago that the ocean soothed me. It brought peace and calm and helped me to relax and rest and even sleep. It might be just because I'm a native Floridian and I grew up in Pensacola, Florida which is a beach town. We're surrounded by the Gulf of Mexico and I have so many fond memories of going to the beach and also we live not far from Bayview Park which was a part of the Gulf the calmer part. We couldn't swim in Bayview Park but we can certainly sit and listen to the water, the sounds, the gentle flowing. I guess it's just in my bones, in my DNA, the sound. And that's how hope is. Hope is like a sound on the inside of us. The Bible says that the voice of the Lord is like the sound of many waters, the roaring sound of the waves and the gentle sound of the water as it flows, as it lulls you into a sense of peace and calm. That's what hope is meant to do. As you wait that you can rest and you can rest assured that everything is going to be all right. Associate the sound of the ocean with the sound of hope and allow it to soothe you so that you too can rest in hope because hope is like the never-ending waves of the ocean. Never lose hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind White Lewis Tompkins and I pray that you have enjoyed this Hope Thought for today. For more Hope Thoughts, please listen to Think Hope Podcast. If you'd like more information about how you can become involved with the Hope Campaign, please visit makeahopeconnection.com. You can also go to practiceofhopeology.com. Remember... As you plant the seeds of hope into the garden of your heart, blessings will spring forth. What a wonderful hope thought. It's always good to train your brain and to think hope. That's one of the main challenges that I believe we have living in this society because there are so many issues that we could look at that are so negative and 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 hopeless and just dark and and real 
And when we're talking about hope, we're not talking about we're not aware or we stick our heads in the sand like an ostrich. No, we, we know what's going on, but we layer it with what we know through the word of God and who we know. And we know that no matter what, we can do all things through Christ and greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world and that we have the victory in Christ Jesus and that if you look at the back of the Bible, the back of the book, we win. We are overcomers in this life. And, and that's the challenge to keep that before us and keep those hope thoughts and thinking hope and, and, and those things that will help to encourage us and not the things that will, that will cause us to fret. And as we learned in the word that fret means to get angry and, and we can get angry about so much and we could just be angry. Force of faith, hope, and love restores, builds, and brings life. And that's the force that we want to release. And that's the force that God Almighty will get in the midst of and do the work that only he can do. So that's so exciting. I wanted to, um, to talk about some of the things that we have planned. We have a kickoff coming up for April the 1st to kick off the National Month of Hope. And we're doing it at your new location here locally in Tallahassee, uh, your new location for Behavior Inc. So why don't you share a little bit about what we'll be doing on April the 1st? Yes, on April 1st, we are launching April Hope Month at our new location, which is 1211 Thorp Street, Tallahassee, Florida. And that zip code is 32303. At this location is where we are actually doing our intakes and doing our counseling for the Behavior Inc. clients. And with this new location, uh, we're excited to have uh, Dr. Rosalind and the Hopeologist group to come out and instill hope in the community. It's mm -hmm. a very busy um, um, intersection where we are located at. But we would love to invite everyone out for this event. It will be Saturday, April 1st, 2023, from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. And we will have with us at that particular event, Wings of a Dove Ministries, Pastor Minnie Ford. She'll be there doing a food distribution and we are also looking at others who will be able to come and be a part of what we're doing because we just want to kick it off and we want to give and share information about hope and let people know that we have a month, a whole month, April National Month of Hope. So the Hopeologist will be there, Hopeologist Linda, Hopeologist Rebecca, Hopeologist Rosalind, and all of the hope force that we are creating, those as a part of Mothers in Crisis Incorporated, and all of our friends and families, we are asking you to just come out and say hello. If you don't do anything else, but just beat your horn for hope, we're going to have a wonderful time. And we have other 
activities planned during the month of April, which we'll be sharing right here on this Think Hope podcast. We hope Amen. that you can be a part of it all because God is doing great things. Now we're going to have a hope break where we will have a PSA about hope, pass it on, and save a life campaign. And then we'll hear a hope thought about ice cream for the soul. Then we will come back and ask Dr. Rebecca Judd, what brings you hope? The bad news is suicides rise again in the U.S., increases highest among black people ages 10 to 24. People need hope. The good news is hope is on the way. April is National Month of Hope. Join Mothers in Crisis Hope Pass It On campaign. Please visit makeahopeconnection.com. Hope, pass it on, and save a life. I'm Hopeologist Dr. Rosalind Lewis Tompkins. And I am here to share a hope thought with you today. Taken from my book, As Long As There's Breath in Your Body, There Is Still Hope. And my Practice of Hopeology booklet. Learn how to become more hopeful and get your hope thoughts today. Guaranteed to lift you from a place of sorrow and despair and help you to think hope. Join me now for your hope shot for today. Hope is like ice cream for our soul. Ice cream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream. (laughs) I remember that saying from when I was a little girl and also how it stuck around for my daughter when she was little as well now for my grandchildren. And I believe the saying of I scream, you scream, we all scream, for ice cream is so popular because of how eating ice cream makes us feel. I remember in our neighborhood when I would hear the sound of the ice cream truck It always brought so much joy. As a matter of fact, my cousins and I would follow the truck. (laughs) Even after having our share of ice cream because of what it represented. It represented refreshing. It represented sweetness and goodness. It somehow made us feel good eating that sweet, cold ice cream. So many different flavors. I remember getting the ice cream cone with sprinkles. And then the chocolate dip cone became my favorite. Even until adulthood (laughs) when I could still eat it. Now it's very seldom that I eat ice cream, but the memories that ice cream has imprinted 
upon my soul will last forever. And now I take joy in watching my grandchildren when they come over and I have these little ice cream cups and they'll get it and just giggle and laugh and enjoy. And that is what hope is like for our souls. Hope is ice cream for the soul. In Psalm 86, 4, it says, Your servant rejoices because, Lord, I set my hope on you. Hope causes joy in the midst of any trial and tribulation that you may be going through. Think about it. Whenever despair comes in like a thief in the night and you're feeling depressed about a situation that it seems impossible or insurmountable and then when somehow you get hope and how it causes you to get up to rejoice, to enjoy life. And that's how ice cream has become too many in our society. A time of enjoyment, of refreshing. That's why ice cream is symbolic of hope. And hope is like ice cream for the soul. And the good thing about it, you cannot be lactose intolerant to hope and you can have as much as you like and not worry about calories overdose on hope today <laughs> and instead of dying you'll come to life and you'll get excited just like the little children when they hear the sound of the ice cream truck coming down the lane remember hope is like ice cream for your soul. I'm Dr. Rosalind White Lewis Tompkins, and I pray that you have enjoyed this Hope Thought for today. For more Hope Thoughts, please listen to Think Hope Podcast. If you'd like more information about how you can become involved with the Hope Campaign, please visit makeahopeconnection.com. You can also go to practiceofhopology.com. Remember, as you plant the seeds of hope into the garden of your heart, blessings will spring forth. Now, Dr. Rebecca, let me ask you, what brings you hope? I would have to say, first of all, God brings me hope because he gave as I shared in the very beginning, he mm -hmm. gave his son. So he, looking at the model that has been set, because he gave, I'm able to give. And not only yeah. uh, receiving hope from, from above, but also my mom. She's given me hope. When I look mm -hmm. at my mom and my grandmother and mm -hmm. how they have uh, worked so hard through the years, and I look at, she, she continuously gives me hope. She is uh, a, in, a, in a state of not the same health as before, but still an encouragement to me. And another person would be Apostle Rosalind Tompkins <laughs> with, um, <laughs> with this hopeologist. Uh, 
I cannot begin to say how much hope she's rendered to me. And with that, I'm able to, as we've stated, reach out to others yes. and, bring, and bring others in to say, as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. Let's start, let's, 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 let's not um, give up. Let's not give yes. up, let's not give in. So with this circle of, of powerful women around me, I have no choice but to move forward and continue to do what God has called me to do. That's right. That's right. And it is a circle. You have identified it correctly. It's the circles of hope that we are creating through this practice of hopeology and this hope pass it on and save a life campaign. And through those circles, there's life. And through that life, there is hope for our generation, no matter what is going on. So thank you so much, Dr. Rebecca Judd. It's so wonderful to have you as a hopeologist and as a part of this movement. And uh, I know this is our first time here on Think Hope Podcast together, but certainly not our last. I'll have you have you come on. And once again, we want to encourage everyone to stay tuned because we have great things planned for this April National Month of Hope that is coming. I hear the Hope Train coming down. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Remember, as long as there's breath in your body, there is hope. <laughs>